Hey, hey, you're listening to the Journey with Janice podcast. Join me on the journey of pursuing Jesus, building our lives on the word, and seeing this world impacted with the love of God. The Journey with Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. You can find my podcast and other great podcasts in the network at newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Journey with Janice and check out my website, journeywithjanice.com. Hey, hey, bestie. I want to encourage you to join the bestie community. What is a bestie? A bestie is someone who brings out the best in herself and those around her. She is confident in her calling, secure in her identity, growing in the truth, standing on a firm foundation, made for more, created with a purpose, designed for destiny. She does not compare or compete. She invites others to the table. She relies on the faithfulness of God. Her steps are unhindered. She builds others up. She speaks with wisdom. Faithful instruction is on her lips. She laughs without fear of the future. She stewards her gifts well. Her voice is unmuzzled. She's making a difference in the world in a way that only she can. You can join the Bestie community at journeywithjanice.com. Besties, confident women bringing out the best in themselves and each other. And the Bestie community includes monthly prayer calls, video chats, Bestie blogs, private Facebook access, local meetups, Journey with Janice merch discounts, and so much more. Find more information at journeywithjanice.com. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Journey with Janice podcast. I am so excited that you decided to tune into the podcast today. I believe that God has a word that he is stirring in my heart to release over you. And I'm just so thankful that God is on the move, that he is doing a new thing in this season of my life and your life. And if you have just been feeling like you are in the trenches of transition, like, God, what are you doing? I have literally felt like this season, I've been calling it like a manna season. Manna means what is this? Like, what is happening? What is going on? And God continually reminds me that he is doing so much behind the scenes that I have no idea of. And I want to encourage you with that same word that God is working all things together for your good, according to his word in Romans 8, 28, that His word actually says that no eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor has it even entered into the heart of man, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. We know that scripture is talking about eternity and just the beautiful promise that we have of eternal life according to his word. But God has so many things that he wants to do in and through our lives now on this side of eternity. And it's just such a beautiful thing. And he keeps reminding me to just stay in agreement with what he has spoken, with the promises that he has declared over my life personally and according to his word. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. It's so easy to get into doubt, to get into double-mindedness and disbelief. And that is a trap of the enemy that he would like to get you into because we know the Bible says in the book of James that that someone who is double-minded is unstable in all of their ways and that they should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. So just staying in faith, staying in agreement with what he has spoken And I was not planning on diving in deep right at the beginning here, but just staying in agreement with what he has spoken of your life. It is so important. And there's a scripture that I pray over myself all the time, and it is God set a guard over my mouth. Keep watch over the doors of my lips, because we know the Bible says that we have the power of life and death in our tongue. And the Bible also says that we're going to eat the fruit of our words. So what are you speaking over yourself? What are you speaking over your life, your marriage, your ministry, your home, your family, your children, your workplace? 
start speaking life. And God has just really challenged me even in the last few months to start speaking what he says and what he sees, not necessarily what I see in the natural. Because it's so easy to look with our natural eyes because it's tangible, it's right in front of us, and to call something according to what it is, but his word actually challenges us to come up higher because we live in a in an upside down kingdom that cannot be shaken and he tells us to call things that are not as though they were. So that has been my heart in this season is God give me your perspective. Help me to remember that I'm seated with you in heavenly places far above all principalities and powers. And I want to see things from your vantage point, Lord. And so just asking the Lord, what do you see? What do you say? And something he's been having me doing this season and I love it. And so I just want to throw it out there to offer it to anyone listening is writing um, declarations. So declarations are kind of like a prayer or just words to speak over people. And I've done almost 70 of them now. Praise God. It's crazy because he is a God who does exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask, think, or imagine. And so I started out just creating one for a friend who was on my heart. And then I sent it to her And then it was like, I just did a ton of them for different people that are in my life, different friends, whoever he put on my heart. And I ended up putting it out on social media and saying, hey, if anyone wants this, like, let me know. And it's really cool because a lot of people asked me to create them for family members and things for Christmas. And so I have a form on my website. If you go to journeywithjanice.com, you can fill that out. And it's, it's under the shop part, but it's free. And I just go into Canva, I make a design, and just ask the Lord. There is a part in there where you can kind of fill out some information about like your passions, your giftings and things. But most of the time, like I don't have a ton of information for people, you know, whatever people fill out in the form. But my heart is not to necessarily communicate what what I see or what they see, but God, what do you see? And so every time I've been writing these, I've just been praying, Holy Spirit, what do you see? What do you say? And it's been really cool to get the feedback that people have been giving me as they've been gifting these declarations to their family members and just sharing with me several people of just how people have responded to receiving these words. Because, I mean, just take a second and think about it. How much easier is it to grumble, complain. That's why the Bible says do everything without grumbling and complaining. And it's so much easier to default to that than it is to intentionally speak life. And I remember being in college one time and our professor was like, let's talk about a time you had a bad experience. And, you know, and and everybody kind of shared how they talked to the manager and this, that, whatever. And he goes, now let's talk about a time you had a good experience. Did you go to the manager and let them know that? And that has stuck with me all these years. I mean, I graduated from college like 10 years ago. So it stuck with me all these years. And I have been intentional to go out of my way to talk to managers when I'm out and about. And I don't do it all the time. But whenever I, you know, think of it or whatever to say, hey, this service was really great. You need to give your cook a raise or or whatever, you know, just letting people know that they're valued, that they're appreciated, that you see the good work they're doing because it's so easy to expect that and not acknowledge it. But then on the flip side, someone's having an off day or whatever to go turn them in or complain about it. So just getting in the habit of seeing the good in people, seeing the golden people and calling it out and not just acknowledging it internally, but actually verbally sometimes affirming those things or sending a thank you card to someone that you really appreciate. Maybe your kid's teacher or whatever. You have no idea how far a word of encouragement can go. 
And trust me, that's why I always say that like Bartholomew in the Bible is my Bible boyfriend because he is known as the son of encouragement. So I just, I just love it. I think it's so important that we speak life every time we open our mouth, that we are decreeing and declaring God's word and his truth and life. And even just a few days ago, I just woke up and I was just kind of feeling like, I wouldn't say like depressed or or just super bogged down, but just kind of almost like irritated, just a little bit off. And so I just sat at my table with my Bible and I laid hands on myself. For one, it was like a treasure hunt in the Bible because God was just, I was having so much fun getting in the word and he was just speaking to me on so many levels and just confirming him his word and his promises over me. So that was exciting, but I just felt like mentally a little off. And so I just laid hands on my own head and started speaking life over myself, started prophesying over myself because listen, I'm single. I don't have a husband to do that for me right now. I don't have people that I'm with. I wasn't with friends or, you know, my pastor wasn't around. We have to learn to go to war for ourselves sometimes because we can't always rely on other people. We don't always have access to other people for those things. And so I want to encourage you, if you have been feeling just a little off, a little irritated, just like, not like you're depressed or, you know, in, you know, the pits or whatever, but just feeling like something's kind of just sitting on me mentally. I guess that's the best way. I'm trying to describe it the best way that I can because I feel like it's an attack. I know it's an attack from the enemy and I know it's not just me to know that you can lay hands on yourself and pray over yourself and declare life over yourself and say, I have the mind of Christ. I have a sound mind. And, you know, just declare his promises and truth over yourself, his word over yourself because we have authority. The Bible says that Jesus has given us the keys to the kingdom and we do not have to put up with the enemy and we don't have to stay stuck in those places and spaces that he has not designed for us. And so he has called us. I love John 10, 10 that says that the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. I don't love that part, but I love the second part that sometimes we don't give enough emphasis to. And it says that Jesus came that we may have abundant life. And I believe that that's in all areas, including mentally, like why not have joy? Why not live from a place of joy? Joy is a fruit of the spirit that he promises by abiding in him in John 15. Why not live with a high expectation that God is going to move? We do not have to live according to the pattern of this world. Romans 12, 2, we can be transformed by the renewing of our mind. We can actually believe that it doesn't matter. You know, we are surrounded by chaos and confusion and all that. We don't have to live in that. God is not the author of confusion. He's not the author of turmoil. And yes, we're we're in this sin-ridden, fallen world, but we can come up higher with him. We can live from a higher place. We don't have to live in that place that the rest of the world is living in and stuck in. We should live in a higher place and then go out into the world, preach the good news, share the gospel, share that there is a God who has redeemed and restored your life and that wants to do the same for other people and and just be on this mission to deliver people from the clutches of hell and from the grip of Satan. And so we know that there's one of two worlds. We're either born again and saved or we're not. And so this idea of straddling the fence or, well, they're a good person. Well, are they saved? Are they born again? Because it doesn't matter. Good morals or good behavior or you know, living a clean life isn't enough for you to get to heaven. We are saved by grace through faith alone. And it's only in Jesus. Even yesterday, I was passing this billboard that said something about Jesus is a way for salvation. And I was like, yes, 
The Bible says there is no other name under heaven by which men may be saved. Only through Jesus Christ is eternal life. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. And so there is just this idea sometimes that, you know, whatever, you're living a good life, you're good to go. That's the American gospel and it's untrue, it's unbiblical. And so either you're born again and saved or you're not. And so my heart is just to see people live in the fullness of what God has for them. You could talk to any actor, movie star, whatever, musician that has had it all. And they will say there's still something void inside of me. And it's it's that what what, what is referred to as that God-shaped hole inside of us that only God can fill. That's that part of us that can only be satisfied by the one who created us. And I just love in Philippians chapter four, where Paul is talking about how he has lived every end of the spectrum. He's lived in abundance. He's lived in lack. He, he's he's learned the secret of being content in all things. It's because his life was hidden in Christ. And Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And it's like, it doesn't matter what season of life we find ourselves in. If we have him, we have everything. Selah. <laughs> Pause and reflect on that. If we have him, we have everything. And I have been through, and a lot of you have followed my journey through so many just changes and transitions and and just seasons just shifting in my life. And my life right now doesn't look anything like it did a year ago. And it doesn't look anything like it did a year before that or a year before that. God has just quickly changed my seasons. And life has looked so different for me in each of those seasons. But my life is hidden in Him. And so I have contentment. And the Bible says that godliness with contentment is great gain. And so I can trust him in every season, even when I don't really know what's around the corner. Holy Spirit shows us of things to come. That's what his word says. He shows us of things to come, but the full picture, we don't always know. The Bible says that the secret things belong to the Lord. And I I was just telling a friend the other day, I'm like, that scripture makes me a little scrappy. I'm like, Lord, I want to know more. What are you doing? What lies ahead? You know, whatever but staying in that place of surrender and saying, God, whatever you will for my life, I trust you. I trust you. Whatever that looks like, I say yes to you. And so that is my encouragement to you today is just to stay surrendered to him in this season of life, to give him your fresh yes, to know that you can live above those attacks of the enemy. And I want to encourage you to reach out to someone. If you don't have anyone you can reach out to, if you don't have any good, godly, spirit-filled people in your life, send me a message, email me, whatever. All my contact information is on my website. Contact me on social media. I would love to pray for you because we are not meant to do life alone. We're not meant to do life alone. And there is power and agreement. When we come together, I can't tell you how many times that I have had, you know, reached out with to a friend or had a friend reach out to me. And it's like, we just need each other at times. Yes, you can pray over yourself and all those things, but sometimes it's like the enemy won't get off your back and you've got to just get a brother and sister or sister to come in agreement with you to break those things off and to just call forth the plans of God over your life. Because the Bible says one can put a thousand to flight, but two can put 10,000 to flight. There is power in us coming together. There's a greater, greater outcome when we come together. And so I want to encourage you, if you have not just been able to kind of break out of the funk or whatever that the last even couple of years have had, or maybe your whole life to reach out to someone, to have someone pray in faith and in agreement with you for freedom, because it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. 
And I love that scripture because it says, so therefore do not go back to a yoke of bondage because it it is possible and it's easy to get free, but not stay free. And so that is like my heart as God has called me into this season of my life. And he's really delivered me in the past from depression, from just different negative thinking patterns and, and whatever to not go back to that place. I refuse to go back to that place because God has so much higher and better for me and I'm going to live in the freedom that he paid for at the cross. I don't have to live in the bondages that the enemy decides that he wants to put on my life. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm not going to live in that place. So I refuse to and I encourage you to stand strong in the Lord and to come against those plans of the enemy and not let him decide how your day goes, not let him decide what your thought life is like to to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. God has good things for your life. Oh my gosh, if you don't take anything else away from this episode, rest in confidence that God has good things for your life. He has good things for you. So if it's not looking good, then he's not done. And so I love that. I love that. And again, I just kind of want to go back to what I talked about at the beginning and encourage you again to stay in agreement with what he says, to set a guard over your mouth, to ask the Holy Holy Spirit to set a guard over your mouth. And because your life is going to look like what you're confessing and what you're saying. And just a quick testimony. I'm actually doing a comedy night here in a few weeks. Some of you may know about that or not. Um, some of you may not, but I'm doing a comedy night here soon and I'm really excited about that. And I had told my mom, I'm believing that I am going to sell out and, and have a second night. And do you know, the first night sold out and the second night is starting to sell out. I'm believing it's going to sell out as well. So just, I just want to, I just want to say, it's okay to believe bold, audacious things. It's okay if you're the first one in your family, if you're the first one in your church, if you're the first one in your circle of people to do something, you're the first one like Peter to step out of the boat and walk on the water. It's okay to believe that you're going to walk and that you're not going to sink. It's okay to believe for bigger things than you've ever experienced. And that is something that I always preach. My heart is to see people walk in the fullness of everything God created for them. And I can't tell you to do that and not do that myself. And trust me, it's not easy. I would rather encourage everyone around me to do the things God called them to do and stay comfortable in my own boat. (laughs) But I don't want to do that. So I'm going to step out and do the things God's called me to do. So I'm going to go ahead and close this podcast out in prayer. Pray that you stay encouraged. I want to encourage you, if you do not currently follow me on social media, I'm on Instagram and Facebook at The Journey with Janice. It's The Journey with Janice. There is another page that's similar to mine that I would not endorse. So it's The Journey with Janice. And then my website is journeywithjanice.com. would love to connect with you. And fun announcement, I am doing something called The Bestie Community now. So I want to encourage you to check that out on my website. And I will link everything in the show notes. So Father God, I thank you so much for this episode. I thank you for every single listener who's going to tune in to this podcast. God, I thank you for the nations. I thank you that every person that you have designed and ordained to listen did and will. 
God, I thank you that you are ministering to their hearts, that you're transforming and renewing their minds in this season. God, I thank you for the greater. I declare that over that, over them. I prophesy over them, God, a greater, greater measures, God, in their secret place time with you, greater understanding when they get into the word, greater, just a, just a greater life, God. I declare in the name of Jesus, every limiting spirit that is attached themselves to their life would be removed in the name of Jesus, that they would dream bigger, that they would think bigger, that they would imagine bigger because you are a God of Ephesians 3.20. You are the God who does exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask, think, or imagine according to the power that is at work within us to you be the glory forever and ever. God, I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for what you're going to do. God, I pray for hearts that are so surrendered to you. God, I pray that my heart states stays so surrendered to you. And we declare your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Have your way in and through our lives. God, I speak life and blessings over every listener. In Jesus' name, amen.